you're watching the Phil Better Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I am, of course, Phil Better, the host with the most of this amazing show, the Phil Better Show. And of course, I'm always coincided and co-hosted with Aaron Talks. Phil, Aaron. Um, Aaron, uh, you're, uh, why are you reading a book? It's, it's, it's just a book, Phil. No harm ever came from reading a book. Boom. Boom. The mummy. You had, Boom. You had to throw in a movie quote, didn't you? I had to do it. It's just, I, I just finished watching that movie and it's just incredible. And I had to do something because I've, I've, it's just my thing now, isn't it? I don't know why, but it's my thing. I had to do it. How are you? I am doing good. My team uh, of Sarla, they played together for their, they played a game today, their first uh, preseason game, and they played a really fun game. It was lovely to watch. Uh, live stream straight from their stadium in France. So it was nice to watch them uh, play that and a little bit of interviews afterwards. So, yeah, that's pretty much my day. I had a good time. I, I'm wearing, uh, you know, a Bill Murray shirt, so I'm happy. You got the Ghostbuster going on. Yes. And we, I promise you guys, we did not coincide of what we we're going to wear, but uh, <laughs> it always works out that way. The universe works out. So if you are watching this live, make sure you hit us with that hashtag live. If you're watching on the replay, hashtag replay. And if you're just tuning in for a couple seconds, say hi. Let us know what's going on. Um, if you are commenting on some profile, sometimes I can't see it. I'm sorry. But you know what this show is. It's the Phil Better Show. We're talking the mommy Brendan Fraser classic, as well as some <laughs> amazing sequel news, because that's apparently all we can talk about in Hollywood is sequel news, because they don't come up with new stuff. But of course, I'm going to throw it over to my boy, Aaron Talks Film, who is the pop culture expert, and he knows everything in between about the pop culture. Uh, Aaron, um, I'm kind of excited for the sequel news, because it takes mm -hmm. two of my favorite things in the world an actor and a character and putting them together. I'm talking Sonic. Tell me more about what's going on in the Sonic world. I did not know I wanted this until I heard this news and I'm still trying to get my head around it. I'm still, it is perfect, but at the same time, very confusing because I, I don't even know. I don't even know why. It's just, it's very strange. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, number two, the sequel is, I believe it's finished filming or it's, it's, it's thereabouts. It's very yeah. close to finish. Um, but yeah, they've just cast the voice for Knuckles. Um, a complete swerveball. I did not see it coming, but it's Idris Elba. Yes, the I, great Idris Elba. The brilliant, the most, the, the, the amazing Idris Elba. Absolutely crushed it. If you have not seen the Suicide Squad yet, go and watch it. He's, he, he's, an, he's an incredible person, actor singer as well he sings and raps as well i don't he can do anything but yeah i did not envision knuckles with his voice i don't know whether he's going to put like an american twang in there because i know he can do an american accent but or is he going to go with his very kind of gruff british yes go brit go brit go hard i do want to yeah. shout out adam who's tuning in live on my facebook profile adam you are a champ always tuning in uh, to the, my live streams that I do Monday to Friday for the podcast series. Sorry for interrupting you, Aaron. I just wanted to get him out because he's commenting and we can't bring it up on screen. But yes, Knuckles, being Idris Elba, throw in that gruff Luther uh, voice, you know, 
just don't make it American, make it him unique, make it, you know, something different and it's going to be awesome. I'm sorry, Knuckles is always was always my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know a lot about Knuckles. I mean, for I, I've watched some cartoon series of Sonic and the Knuckles that I'm like familiar with, he's kind of this big oafish, um, almost surfer dude kind of accent. Um, so that's what I always picture in my head. So that complete and utter swerve ball of Idris Elba is the exact opposite of what I'm kind of envisioning in my head. But not in a bad way. Like I still, I think it's great, and I love it. I, I'm really excited to see what he does and what that character is going to sound like. Um, again, it's a massive fan favorite character. Like you just said, yeah. you're a big fan of that character. I know it's across the whole kind of media when it comes to Sonic. That character is just almost, if not more, popular than Sonic himself. So it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with it. He's an iconic. Like Knuckles is iconic. Uh, in the in the Sonic verse, you know, I wouldn't suggest going down the Sonic fandom writing area because that is a minefield of yeah. special. And if you're interested in actually hearing some of it, my boy Carlisle Laurent on one of his podcasts actually reads from um, some fanfic of Sonic, and it is uh, some oh, of the cool. most disturbing stuff ever. Um, I'm gonna try and find the um, the link for you guys and put it in the show notes. Uh, but yeah, Sonic. Wow. Uh, I could also see him playing uh, Shadow uh, from the Sonic universe because it, it's a—he's it, the exact opposite of Sonic Shadow, you know. So you have Idris Elba playing another kind of like anti-hero. But I think him playing Knuckles will be amazing. But also another iconic character that's coming out that's just been cast. Um, Tim Burton's remaking the Adams Family and the always delicious. Morticia has been uh, cast. Who's cat? Who's playing this delicious uh, beauty of the of the Adams family, the matriarchal of the Adams family? Again, it's it's one I did not see coming. I absolutely did not see this coming. Um, I I grew up in the nineties, so uh, my vision of uh, the Adams family is, of course, Raúl Julia as Gomez. Mm-hmm. And Angelica Houston, the beautiful, gorgeous, brilliant Angelica Houston as um, Morticia Adams. So they're, they're kind of like the images that I have. But Tim Burton being Tim Burton, he, he goes his own way. And again, it's not it's not very left to centre because she does very much look the part. Um, but it's just I didn't see it coming. But he has gone with not Helena Bonham Carter, which, you know, you'd assume that Tim Burton would. Um, yes. It's actually Catherine Zeta-Jones. Which I think is incredible because she, you you look at Morticia Adams and you see this sexy, beautiful, gothic queen, mm-hmm. and I feel very much that Catherine Zeta Jones can pull that off. And again, she's a great actress and she has that look. So yeah, I'm hundred percent on board for this. So I'm just looking at uh, the news reel that you sent me. So just if for those who didn't know and I didn't know uh, beforehand, uh, Catherine Zeta Jones will step into those. The iconic silhouette of Morticia Adams. Well, Louise Guzman. Yes. Oh, I love it. We'll be bringing up the debonair Gomez Adams. And in this one, you have Wednesday not being played by a kid, but it's going to be a teenager. And it's going to be played by Jenna Ortega. And so it looks like he's uh, Burton's going with more of the original comics and older versions of children. Yeah. And you know what? 
I'm okay for this. I am I am all for uh, General Ortega playing um, playing Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. which was famously played and made famous by Christina Ricci in the live yeah. action ones. Um, so I think this could be a very interesting jumping point for her. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is gonna is gonna kill it. She's an amazing actress, um, and she's oh, it's just gonna be great. And Luis Gomez is just gonna bring that suave debonair to it. And uh, I just can't wait to see who they're having playing. Uh, um, is it Pugsley? It's Pugsley, isn't it? Is it it Pug Pugsley Pugsley? Hold on, I'm, I can't believe we're having this whole Give me a second. <laughs> this is terrible. Or oh, Uncle Festa, you've got Uncle Festa as well. Who's gonna play? Who's gonna play the hand? The, the... It. I want. You know who I want? I want Tim Burton to play the hand. Yeah. Play it. Yeah. Pugsley Adams. Yeah, it's Pugsley, yeah, Pugsley Adams. Was played yeah. by. Give me a second here. Um, let's go to the Adams family. In the 1991 movie, it was played by. So. Uh, Angela, Angelica Houston obviously played Morticia Adams and everyone's kind of first crush, yes. if you will. Raul Julia played Gomez Adam. Christopher Lloyd played Uncle Fester, famously. And to a T. To a T. Um, let's see here. Lurch was played by Carl Strucken, so we have to find out who's going to be playing Lurch. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday Adams was played by the beautiful and talented Christina Ritchie. The Thing was played by Christopher Hart. Pugsley Adam was played by Jimmy Workman and cousin A was John Franklin. Um, I am so excited. I want to see who's playing Pugsley because that's going to be interesting uh, in the movie to see uh, the teenage version of that. So there's a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, and with, with Tim Burton, the way that he goes, it's going to have that very gothic. It's good. Like you say, it's going to be a bit more adult than what we're used to. You know, the Adams family was very family friendly from yeah. back in the day, but yeah, I can see this going almost. Uh, I've not watched it, but uh, Sabrina on Netflix apparently is a bit more adult. Yes. What we remember Sabrina the Teenage Witch being. So I can see it being in that kind of ilk where it's, it's more aimed at uh, uh, elder teens and, and adults, which will be very interesting to see. I, I, I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, they're moving towards more. I think with Tim Burton, when you get Tim Burton, it's rare that you're just going to have a child uh movie you're gonna have it played to the adults as well and adults are gonna be able to enjoy it with the darkness of it i don't think he's gonna go too dark they're obviously gonna try and keep it family friendly but he's gonna move towards the comic book uh just like a lot of people have been wanting original stories instead of going for the cartoony horror that can be associated with the early 90s movies it's more campy and more child a child very but um Moving to some great news, to some bad news. Sequel uh, news as well. <laughs> again, steal it, staying with the sequel news, um, it looks like there's going to be carnage because of this. Um, and uh, I love that little segue there. Uh, what's going on? Cool. Right? What, uh, carnage, carnage with the uh, fandom um, getting upset over this. What's going on with Venom and the sequel? What's, what's happening? Um, well, I have not seen it, but I know that the um, the last trailer that they released, I believe, like a week ago, uh, I've not watched it because it's got to a point now where I just want to ignore all of that sort of stuff because I just want to watch the movie. Yeah. Um, 
at the end of it, instead of having the date for the uh, release of the movie, they just said uh, coming this fall or this year or something along those lines. And it's now been confirmed that it's going to be released on October 15th. It was due to come out uh, early September, but they pushed it back that extra month. Um, Again, it's all down to uh, COVID, isn't it? They, They want more butts in the seats. They want to make more money. So they're going to push it back another month because they're hoping that by then there'll be the restrictions will not be as bad and they can make you know more money basically because that's what all of these studio heads look at they they look at the money instead of what the fans want. I guarantee you, look, um, COVID's not going to go away. We know COVID's not going to go away. It sucks. We have to take precautions and all that. Look, you have act. Sony can just team up with. Disney, get it streamed straight to the Disney platform, split the revenue, you know, it's like 30 bucks to go see it. People are going to pay that 30 bucks to see Venom. They're going to want to see more Spider-Man characters because Spider-Man with Tom Holland is amazing. I know um, Tom Hardy has said that it's a disappointment that... Sorry, I'm on a fast and uh, I I haven't eaten all day. Um, So I'm very exhausted. Um, And having sat and played video games all day because I'm trying to conserve energy and be out here and giving you energy, it's just depleted everything that I've had. But I know Tom Hardy has said that he he wants to work with uh, with Tom Tom Holland and all those greats. So it's like, come on guys like just like break down those barriers let's fucking let, let's go I shake hands see- kiss and make up let's do yeah. it yeah look you made a deal like it's not gonna hurt marvel because wh- what's really great with uh what happened in loki with the, the explosion of the multiverse you know spoilers <laughs> doctor strange and the multiverse of madness come on people spoilers People may not have watched it yet. I've seen it, but I'm just saying there might be people out there. Look, with what happened at the end of Loki, okay, we can, Marvel and Sony now have this opportunity to say and throw, if they want, Tom Holland over here. Or they can cast another Spider-Man because of that, 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 it's going to be hard for them. But like, Give like if they go if Marvel goes like this. Hey, look, we'll give you Spider-Man for your for your your movies, your Spider-Verse. In essence. Yeah. But we get him for any team-up movies or any solo movies. The solo movies, they're joint venture, fifty-fifty. Both both put in fifty dollars. Both make like they put in fifty percent of the money. They make fifty percent of the money. But if Marvel, uh, if Marvel needs Spider-Man for one of their Avenger movies or a cameo in another thing, Marvel gets the rights to that, and Sony gets the rights to put him into their Spider-Verse. That is the simplest way to solve this, because then you get Spider-Man in everything. Tom Holland just makes money. Point for now. Yeah. We know this. Yeah. Tom Holland will just make money, because he's going to be the Spider-Man in both, all three universes. The, the one, like, they can make, look, this is our shared universe, the Spider-Man thing, so Maybe sometimes a Marvel character pops up so you can get the Deadpool moments or the X-Men moments because there's great moments with Spider-Man and the X-Men or specifically more Wolverine. You know, they have those great moments there. But also 
you can have a standalone movie with his general characters and villains in it but then you can also go because i know the sony wants to go into a darker realm and do more of the villains and i think that's wise just go fucking villain do the villain movies like morbius venom uh they have uh craven coming out like flesh out the villains give us be the anti to disney's brightness you know disney's all about the heroes you know wb their big movies have been the villainous movies like the suicide squad was a hit and now there's even a, a hashtag release the air cut for the suicide Squad, which i i read up on it and apparently there is a lot a lot of things that were yeah apparently there's there's enough footage of jared leto as a joker that could fill out a whole movie from what i hear you know it's it's absolutely ridiculous again this this kind of culture we we talk about it so much about this hashtag culture and and studios will buckle to it eventually um i think the easiest thing for disney to do just go and fucking buy sony that that's all they need to do and then just say right sony we own you now you can carry on making your little uh villain movies your little sinister six stuff but we own these characters now so we're going to use them as well and then just put Venom in the Spider-Man movie. It's not difficult. It's Disney have the money. It's not hard. Um, no. uh, also, uh, you know, uh, uh, alongside this, Tom Hardy is apparently going to be in Morbius. Venom is going to be in Morbius. So they're, they're going to tie all of this together and they're going to have their little uh, Sinister Six universe. But just put spider-man in there as well it's not difficult spider-man has to be there because they they've already fucked up sorry um venom's origin because his origin is directly tied to spider-man but they just went around that and did it in a different way so why not just just go and buy sony it's not that hard just do it that's 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 the easiest way i think instead of making handshakes and contracts just buy sony you're looking how much Sony is, <laughs> how much it is to buy Sony. Please tell me. I'm not going to look it up. It's a few billion. Hold on a second. Yeah. Uh, I'll be right back. I uh, no, okay. I don't need to be back. I don't need to be back. Sorry, I thought I someone was at my door, but no one's at my door. Um, Adam did just. I'm looking at the uh, the uh, comments here on my uh, other screen, and Adam just went. I once dressed up as Spider-Man for a kids' party. Do you think that is enough experience for me to take to be the next Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah. I have 100%. a Spider-Man costume. I can be Spider-Man as well. So, and you know what's funny? Uh, Adam is probably just up the road from you. He is British. I don't know where in Britain he lives. Oh, okay. Yeah, I must know him then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. You know, you know Adam. Of course, you know you, all you Brits know each other. That's how it works, right? Yeah, it's um, a very small country. Um, I'll probably bump into him at some point. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Um, look, Sony, Marvel, get over uh, Disney. Get over yourselves yeah it's a new world you don't you can work together like look marvel makes great fucking movies yes. you guys don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> you make come movies. together yeah come together and yeah. i promise you money's going to be flowing out of the raptures yeah share some ideas shake hands kiss and make up and make it's a spider-man movie together especially when it comes to like marvel properties like you look at it look at what all marvel has done instead of being like no we can make a better spider-man movie no you can't you had 
two trilogy, uh, 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 <laughs> trilogy, which is beloved by the fans, but in all honesty, is probably hor is is horrible. You tried it again with Andrew Garfield trying to go the ultimate Spider-Man route and failed miserably there. The only reason Tom Holland works is because of Marvel. Yes. Yes. So get I... off your goddamn high horse. Go over to Marvel and Disney and be like, hey, how about some help? <laughs> and I guarantee you, Kevin Feige will be like, yes. Because all it's going to do is make make your movies better, which will in turn make people want to see Disney's Marvel stuff, and everybody's making fucking money, and people who see the Disney stuff will be like, oh shit, I want to go watch this good Mar uh, Sony Spider-Man stuff, because they're going to be prominent so putting uh, Spider-Man in prominent places. And so, why the fuck not just come together and stop this, like, like this is, oh, it's so annoying! <laughs> It's not. It's not going to get resolved. I think Sony are at that point now where they don't need to be bought out. I think it, when when it came to Fox, when when Disney bought Fox, um, they were at a point they where fucked. they they they're yeah they were fucked. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to find a polite way to put it, but they were fucked. Um, Sony, I think, are still above that, so that is not going to happen anytime soon. And they're always going to be butting heads because Sony believe that what they're doing is right. Um, even though the fans have told them it's not. All it takes is one movie like Venom, which made, I think it nearly grossed like a billion dollars. It got to that point where it was so well received that they're like, well, we know what we're doing now. No, you don't. Not one good movie does not make, you know, Aquaman made nearly a billion dollars, but it wasn't good. It was fine, but it wasn't. Fun. Yeah, it was fun, but it wasn't great. And you know, DC took that and they carried on with that and they fucked it up as well. So it's, you know, just one good movie does not make a good franchise and yes. Sony have yet to understand that. I I'm glad that you bring that up because both, there's a big difference between what Disney has done with Marvel and Lucas. Arts. Yeah. They're, they're trying to fix Lucas Arts now, but with the, their lessons they learned with Marvel and what Sony and Warner Brothers are doing. Warner Brothers is, I, I think they're moving more towards what Disney is doing, but slowly, what, yeah. slowly. But what it is, is Disney trusts the creators to yeah. handle their project. They're like, look, this is what we need in it. Somehow fix that, put that in, in it so that it's there. But other than that, go free. Whereas Sony and uh, Sony and Warner Brothers, the the lawyers who have no corp, like the marketers, the lawyers, the suits who have no idea about creativity and what it is, mm -hmm. jump in, put their hands in, and fuck around with something that they shouldn't be. They say, look, hey guys, we need to hit this beat and this beat and this beats for marketing purposes. Can you fix? Can you somehow do that and give us something? Yeah. And and creators will be like. Okay, I have a challenge. Great, let's see what I can do. Instead of going, no, guys, reshoot this. Like reshoot this. Like we know how how bad it was on Solo when they replaced the Phil and Lloyd uh, Lord. Yeah. The, those guys on the original. I went with nothing against uh, Ron Howard. However, yeah. he wasn't there at the beginning, so we yeah. couldn't. 
feel that he's coming in second hand trying to that, that movie was good for how much shit it went through oh, I, yeah. I enjoyed that movie but yeah it's it's ridiculous that they kind of went well we'll kick you guys out after filming 90 percent of this movie and we'll get someone else in who doesn't know what's going on the head of marvel is a comic book fan kevin feige he knows what he's doing um so everything that filters down from him goes along the comic book route the best dc movie to date was directed by a fucking marvel director james gunn who again is a fan of comics so that movie is the best dc movie to date because someone that knows about the comic books and the characters and what they need to do sony are just like you say they're lawyers and heads of business and they're like oh well I don't like that because it might not make enough money. I don't like that because we can't get the kids in that will pay the tickets and buy all the toys. It's not about that. It's about the characters, which is what they don't understand, which is exactly what you said. But yeah, they just, they don't understand. They, they're not creative, so they don't understand. They're not, yeah. they're not in it. Like if I'm starting a business or I'm going to go, go to law school or something like that, I'll go talk to the heads of Sony and that because they've done it pretty much like that's what their job is but if i'm making a movie i'm finding a, a director a screenwriter who's passionate about the subject kevin smith kevin smith like even steven spielberg put him in charge of a comic book movie even like look he tang tang or tin tin however you want to talk about it it was an okay movie i don't think they should have done that weird cgi live mm, yes. action type thing mm. Uh, cause it just felt, oh, weird, <laughs> but give him like a full board, like, okay, you're doing a Tang Tang movie, live action, you know, um, all this. And I think, and give it a small budget. Don't give it a massive budget. Make Steven Spielberg have to go back to his roots. Yeah. And I guarantee you, you'll have something like out of the A's, a Goonies type movie that's going to last for generations. Yeah, you know, it's, it sounds very, it's, it's not exactly the same, but it's very similar. My YouTube channel, uh, as you know, I've been doing that for, what, three years now? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been plugging away, and I stick to what I want to do, uh, which is, you know, stuff that I know that I can talk about. Um, I've had people say to me, oh, you get so many more subscribers if you did, like, you know, prank videos or if you did, like, vlogs or if you did this or if you did that. And I'm like, but that's not what I want to talk about. That's not my passion. Yeah. I talk about what I want to talk about. I may not get the subscribers. I might not get the views, but I'm still making videos that I enjoy to make. And it's the same when it comes to Marvel and people like that. They're they're making the movies that they want to make, and there's very little um, interference so they can go along that route and make a movie that they know that the fans will like as opposed to let's just make a movie that we think will appeal to everyone it's not for it's for everyone but it's not it's for the comic book fans and it's for select fans and if you make a good enough movie for them other people will enjoy it as well just like the mcu i know so many people that aren't into comics that love those movies because they are so good and that's all you have to do just make a good movie that appeals to the the core audience but can you know eventually other people will come in as well and that's all sony need to do they just need to make a movie that is based on its material and you know hope for the best and it will get to that point where we'll make money which is what they all want 
Money, money, money. Um, yeah, we've been talking about uh, this for quite some time. That was the smallest piece of news as well. When we spoke yeah, it was just a minutes. dribble of news. It's going to be delayed. That's it. We're going to talk about uh, Sony. Sony and Disney and what they need to do. But we're going to talk about uh, Brendan Fraser right now. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Man. Uh, he right now is having a resurgence of a career, which I think is, as as fans of Brendan Fraser's in the early 90s, is long overdue uh, because he is was amazing. And we know there was some uh, news that were recently released uh, probably a couple of years ago when he started re-entering re, re the entertainment world with some of his films, which were negative. And it was part of the Me Too movement. And it's glad that it came out because he is deserving. Um, but The Mummy. So good, so fun, so it silly. Is, it is as close to the perfect successor to Indiana Jones that you will ever get. Indiana Jones, perfect movies, all three of them. <clears throat> all three of them are perfect movies. Yeah, all three of them, and none none others. Uh, and no the other mummy, movie ever the Indiana Jones. Yeah, if you were to put Indiana Jones in that sort of style with when it comes to sort of ancient Egypt and, you know, the... the, I know Indiana Jones dealt with... Um, Nazis. Sort of mis yeah, yeah, not Nazis. Mystical stuff. It wasn't really nailed down. But this is just balls to the wall, action, comedy. With Fred and Frasier. Go, go. With just a bit of love, just there's just a bit of romance in it. It's a, it's a beautiful it's love story as well, and yeah. it's it's so it's 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 been done. It's telegraphed. So it's it, telegraph, yeah. so, like it's so obvious of, yeah. of the love interest that's going to happen, but at the same time, you don't mind it because it's like it doesn't dominate because you get this great banter yeah. between uh, Brendan Fraser and Rochelle. Um, is it Raquel Welsh? Yes. Uh, right. No. Rachel. Oh. Yeah. Rachel. Rachel yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Of course. Married to I'm, James Bond. That's right. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's their chemistry, isn't it? It's like you say, it's not overbearing to the point where you're watching a romance because, you know, they're, they're constantly flirting and things like that. They do kind of flirt, but it's more of a, I don't really like you, but I kind of like you at the same time. I, it's it's more like a respect. It's like there's this respect yeah. to it. Yeah, and, and then at the end they kiss, and you're like, okay, well, we saw that coming, but it wasn't overbearing, like you said, and it's just, it's kind of in the background behind just an absolute... The amazing acting from Arnold Vassolo, who plays oh. Imhotep. You have John Hanna playing Jonathan Carnahan, who, again... I love John Hannon. Yeah. Uh, Kevin O'Connor playing Benji Gador. You know, Benji is like, it's hilarious. He's the worst, but Benji is like the best character. And the way that he constantly get uh, gets his comeuppance throughout the movie, Brendan Fraser's Rick O'Connell is always, you know, slapping him around, throwing him off of a boat, you know, giving him that, that uh, sort of, hit that he deserves but he just keeps coming back and he's just a snivelly little weasel and i absolutely adore him even it's though it's as if rick and benji were friends at one point 
and yeah. Rick is like, I still want to be kind of friends with you, but you're being a fucking dick. Yeah, it's it's like he always bullied Benji, but always had him there because he was handy for some reason. He always yeah, like he he. It was like treating he treats Benji at the beginning kind of like a a little brother. Yeah. Like you're you're my annoying little brother that I have to take on a trip with me. Yeah. But I still like I, I want to protect you. And then Benji just goes and be and is a dick. Yeah. Right. He's a dick. Yeah. And ends up and then then Rick O'Connell's just like, fuck you. I'm yeah. going to make like I hate you now. You're making my life more difficult than it needs. And you brought a goddamn fucking mummy back to life that one turns everything to sad and wants to kill me actually um, rachel weiss did that because she's an idiot <laughs> yeah, but benji no, she, was helping benji was yeah helping. um i was i was gonna say just just quick, like bef before the whole kind of movie starts as it's just incredible from i wouldn't say start to finish maybe five minutes in onwards absolutely perfect movie you know the action the romance the the cgi second to none considering this came out at the same time as the matrix and we spoke about how bad that was this cgi is is not perfect but it they but use it, it properly yes exactly like the, they don't the, rely on it they add it to enhance the visual the already yes. practical and it, effects i feel and it's just it is chef's kiss it is almost perfect <laughs> and the only problem with this whole story is at the beginning, um, Arnold Foslu's character, Imhotep, uh, he's having an affair with the, the, the kind of king's wife. He's had um, it. Okay, so we have Pharaoh Seti the first, his yes. wife, Anak Sun, yeah. Uh, yeah, you said it better than me. Yes. Um, played by Patricia Vasquez, mm -hmm. I believe I'm pronouncing it properly, who is, she's pretty badass in the second one with that fight scene versus Ra raquel uh welch's uh oh. evelyn yeah. that is an amazing fight all to itself but yeah you have aaron e paley playing uh the pharaoh and whose yeah. wife is being uh unfaithful unfaithful yes. So they, so Imhotep kills the the pharaoh and then gets uh mummified and to teach a him a lesson, yeah, a, a light, uh, gruesome as well. You know, they cut his tongue out, his eyes out, and then they throw him in a box with those scarabs that he eat him alive. But then they put a spell on him and basically said, at some point in the future, you're going to come back with loads of powers and you're going to take over the world. Why would you do that? No, they, yeah. they cursed him for eternal life. Yeah, and but like, they, they even said in the scene that he will come back with all of these incredible powers and it is now down to all of these people to stop that from happening why give him that option that's so the only downside for me just don't do that just kill him <laughs> you have to remember back in ancient egypt they thought they would rule forever and there wouldn't be a change and people would remember and so they would not disturb this evil person because of the curse but yeah. then you have the brits um Again, causing all the issues. <laughs> we saved the day. Thank you very much. Really, it was an American who saved the day. With the, he could not read that book if it wasn't for the English. He would not have stopped it. Again, the let's, let's go back to a comment that you said before when I was talking about <laughs> Benji. Who released the uh, evil mummy? 
yeah, but it's a woman, isn't it? You can't trust women when it comes to reading and stuff. I, so. I, I really hope your wife is watching. <laughs> I really hope she isn't. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, my point was, I just, I don't think they should have given that option to have him have all those powers. But again, after that, it's it's second to none. It's a hundred percent brilliant movie. It oh, is, yeah. it is flawless. It really, and it still holds up. Like you cannot. It's very rare you get a movie, especially one from the 90s, that you can go back to and feel like it was released yesterday because of everything. The, the cast, the story, minus the little issue at the beginning, um, the, the CGI, just everything all around. is just It comes together in such a perfect little bubble. It's, it's almost, it's, the odds are not in favour for it to be that good. And even the sequel, like you mentioned, Probably just as good. Yeah, it's, it, you'd never get a sequel that's as good, maybe better than the original. The sequel had the Scorpion King in it, right? Or was that the third movie? Yeah, ignore that CGI. <laughs> ignore the rock. Yeah, but, that that the Scorpion part, that yeah, CGI yeah. was uh, a greatly let down. But again, it was probably like, oh my god, we can make something super super cool, but the tech wasn't ready for it. Uh, if they, if you know what, I would love to see them re-release it with updated tech, like updated CGI. I, I think you can see there's a video on YouTube. There's these guys that go back to old CGI and they they update it and uh, just make it a bit more good. realistic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I can't remember what the video is. At some point, I'll try and find it. If I remember, I'll bring it up next week. But they redid it, and it looked it's not. It's not perfect, but it's a lot better than what it is. And considering they're just sitting there on their laptops and they're not professionals, it's yeah. incredible. Um, yeah. So aside from that, the sequel is just as good. Even the third one isn't that bad. That's what the one with Jet Li, correct? Yeah. It's it's not great, but for a prequel, it's pretty good. And just anything with Brendan Fraser in it. Yeah. I, I'll see any movie with Brendan Fraser because he is just so fun to watch like he, you can see he's like he's a keanu reeves mm. he just seems like this 100 percent good guy who lucked out into being able to act and is like oh my god i am so thankful like there's the video of him tearing up when he was uh being told how how people are so excited yeah for him to uh come back as that yeah. be back and he's kind of like really gets uh teary-eyed yeah, he's, he's been cast in uh martin scorsese's next movie yes and everyone okay. is so excited and yeah like you say he for someone who comes this. comes from like kind of like stoner-esque movies from the yeah. 80s and 90s you know like uh george of the jungle uh what else you had um it's in Sino man in Sino man which yeah. is i forgot he was in it because oh, i was I like I, I i'm like I, I watched it when I was younger, and I'm like, I have it, I own it. Then a little later, I see, oh, Brendan Fraser is in it, cool. Then I'm like, oh my god, Sean Astin's in it, oh my god. I knew Polly Shore was in it because it's just, it's Polly it's, Shore. It's yeah. Polly Shore. Like you know, a movie has Polly Shore in it, it's going to be fun. Like Biodome is a great movie. Uh, but rewatching, I rewatched Casino Man, and I'm like, holy shit! Like, like some of the people in it, I'm like, oh my god, they're so young. I watched because yesterday was Friday the Thirteenth. I watched the first Friday the 13th, the original, you know. Uh, shout out to my boy Aaron uh, from Sir Sturdy uh, for his movies. Uh, Horror with Sir Sturdy. 
he king of horror movies so you have to check out that if you're a horror fan but watching that i was like oh my god kevin bacon and i was watching with a friend <laughs> and they were like holy shit that i never thought of the seven degrees of separation or the seven degrees of bacon you know like that everybody's connected to kevin bacon's somehow i'm like look at how young he looks <laughs> yeah he's like, everywhere he is and yeah. it's like brendan fraser in the 90s he, he was in everywhere i remember uh bedazzled not bedazzled uh, the devil one with elizabeth hurley yeah it's bedazzled yeah. bedazzled such a great movie great like like it because of elizabeth hurley it's on the more sexier side which yeah. to the uh the brendan English. fraser is sexy he is but it's like which sexy are you gonna want brendan fraser or elizabeth hurley uh, honestly if if i had to choose between spending the night with either of those it would be brendan fraser because that would just be a great night yeah he just seems a guy like you sit down and have a brewski with and he just has these yes. amazing stories that you're just like tell me more just tell me and you, yeah. you seem he he's like an honest to god good entertainer like you sit with Keanu Reeves and you're just like I just want to just tell me more you know so I, I'm Brendan, really looking Brendan Fraser just be like did you know I died on the set of The Mummy yes I did know that like that's the did you know that I didn't I was unaware yeah, tell us died, please uh on the set of The Mummy very uh towards the beginning of the movie he gets hung um and his character gets hung and I know they um in the hook they got the hook yeah the hook failed and he passed out i think i think he was i'm not sure if he was legally pronounced dead but you know he was he was unconscious and very nearly dead uh for at least a couple of minutes and yeah they had to revive him because they wasn't they thought he was just acting as like oh, he's really good at this pretending to wow, die he's thing. really good okay we, brendan we we've caught you can stop yeah. now brendan stop, stop being purple get him down now something's <laughs> wrong you know i can just see the panic on the set going on so yeah no yeah, this cool. movie is like oh it's so much fun it's a comfort movie like did you watch this with your kids no, not yet um again is a, a lot of the movies that i really enjoy you don't realize how violent and scary they are until you think about watching them with kids this movie should not be scary but there are scary parts in it so i'm not going to subject it to them yet um my wife as you know is a massive fan of this movie i she was going to come on tonight but she's not feeling a hundred percent so uh she's ha actually having an early night but this is her absolute favorite movie she's constantly quoting lines to me like she can just off the top of her head quote lines to me and it's incredible but for a good reason because it is almost the perfect movie very very close to being the most perfect movie the the cast it's well cast um i uh, I, I love this movie i can't say enough all right uh we're coming up to the end here uh aaron uh how many uh book of the deads are you giving this nine nine book of the dead ten yes again almost the perfect movie there's a couple little things in it that you could kind of go about but yeah it's it's oh, it's so close to being perfect but again it's so rewatchable as well like i could i just finished watching it before this but now i need to go and watch the sequels and then maybe watch it again tomorrow because it is that good there you go i'm gonna give it 8.5 mm. just Again, like you said, there's points that could be improved. There's things that kind of 
mesh, not the greatest. Uh, but after watching Jungle Cruise, um, I feel that The Mummy and the Jungle Cruise are pretty much nearly the exact same movie. Yeah, I, yeah. The story-wise, you have yeah. a badass adventurer, The Rock, and Brendan Fraser. You know, you have a kick-ass female lead that wears pants and not dresses. Yeah, and their brother and sister, and they're British. Yes. It's they're getting chased <laughs> by an evil supernatural force. Yes. That's released by, in this case, it's about an evil German guy, but uh, Raquel Welsh released in The Mummy, but he's helped by, you know, a bumbling fool. And in the you kind of see the German as a bumbling type fool character, because in a one... Yes. At one moment, there's a quote, but they're being chased by these supernatural beings, and it's 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 an it's a fun movie. Like it's like a Swiss Family Robinson type movie. Like when we were younger, this is the movies our parents showed us because it was fun. And then as you grow up, you know they get more and more adventurous because the action of the world is like you know permeating. So, but yeah, this movie is fun. I enjoyed it. You should be watching it again. Uh, it gets a. Uh, it, it's the Phil Better approved. It is Phil Better approved. Um, that's pretty much it. Aaron, tell us where we can find you, so that we can uh, watch you more. Again, Aaron talks films across the board. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube is the main one. Uh, Spotify as well. I'm I'm on Spotify as well. Uh, yeah, you YouTube... look at my own Spotify. Yeah, well, it's, I've got my own podcast, so, you know, yeah. Excuse me, I have my own podcast. <laughs> it's called Aaron Talks Film. Uh, yeah. It's by... Uh, some, guy, some guy. Produced yeah, some, some, some weirdo. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't even know what his name is. Um, but, yeah, uh, YouTube, hopefully tomorrow or the day after, I should have a review for Free Guy. Ooh. Look forward to that, yes. A little tease there. Come and check that out. I'm definitely going to check that out. I'm glad that you always send me a uh, uh, a link to them so I can, in mm. case YouTube doesn't suggest them, because sometimes YouTube is is a bastard. Yeah. As we know. yeah. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am Phil Better, the podcast mogul, a cinephil to the highest order. Um, but I know nothing about movies. I just enjoy them. Uh, and we got Aaron yes. Talks Film, the pulp culture phenomenon and not most knowledgeable man in Britain when it comes to that uh aaron i'm done what are you going to say uh in case i don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night ladies and gentlemen remember yourself stay (laughs) hydrated and this is the phil better show we can you can check us out every what third uh every saturday Saturday at 5 30 eastern standard time um and what time is it in britain right now it's like 11 o'clock uh half 11 yeah Half 11. Uh, Light. It's late for the Aaron. And so I thank you so much for watching, Aaron. Thank you for uh, being here as always. Invest in yourself and take care.